Hello, movie lovers. Welcome back to another episode of Chatty Sisters, where I talk movies. I'll start with the basics, like who was in it, what it's about, and my review. Then after a short break, we'll go deeper and get into the spoilers. Hey, y'all. It is day 25, and I am talking about the movie Terminal. Now, the tagline for this movie, according to IMDb, is three can keep a secret if two are dead. And then on the cover of the movie, though, it says revenge never looks so good. And this movie I watched on Tubi. Now, let me specify, this is not a Tubi movie. It's just a movie that I just so happened to find on Tubi. Okay. This movie came out in 2018 and it is a thriller and a crime movie. The rating for this movie is TVMA according to Tubi. However, I could not find a reason for why it was rated what it was rated anywhere. So based on me watching the movie, I can tell you there is a good amount of violence. There is a lot of language things. Um, and then there, I guess, are some frightening and intense scenes. Um, so yeah, it, it basically has the whole package. There is no... Uh, there's no real sexual content that you have to worry about everybody's days with their clothes on, at least from what I can remember. Um, so yeah, the director writer for this movie is Vaughn Stein and they have done Every Breath You Take and Inheritance. And I'm sure I've seen both of those movies and I enjoyed them. Honestly though, I don't know if I finished Inheritance, so I may have to go back and look at that one. Um, they have also written Yusef is Complicated. Our main stars, we have Margot Robbie. And I love to see her in anything, okay? I may just go and watch all of her movies one day because she reminds me of like Evan Peters, how they can play so many different parts, but they like to put them in like psycho character parts. And I love it because as you know, probably uh, she was in Suicide Squad uh, she, but she was also in Barbie and I didn't see Barbie but I know that those characters are two different people she plays she's such a good actress I love her stuff we also have Simon Pegg who is in Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead who I really enjoy seeing in movies as well we have Mike Myers who I didn't even know was still doing movies Austin Powers y'all and Shrek and then we have Dexter Fletcher, who was in Baseline and Autumn. And we have Max Irons, who was in The Wife and Flowers in the Attic, the Origin miniseries. Our production companies is just as numerous as our cast. We have Highland Film Group, who did 57 Seconds and Muzzle. Lucky Chap Entertainment did Saltburn and Barbie. Hassle Free Productions did Return to Silent Hill and Braven. Beagle Plug did Cinderella, the 2015 version, as well as Emily. And then Miscellaneous Entertainment did Ghost of War and Exist. Now, what is this movie about? A mystery inside a train terminal ensnares a dying teacher, two assassins on a mission, an enigmatic janitor, and a waitress leading a double life. And... Yeah, y'all, like that's that's what it's about. That's what got me. The fact that you got all these different people in a train terminal. I am so game. I I love that kind of stuff. Give me a movie where you have several different characters all put together in one room and I'm watching it. I don't care what it's about. So 
this movie would I recommend it absolutely I really liked it and I kind of want to watch it again because I liked it more than I thought I would I thought I was just watching it and just kind of like hanging out but the more I watched it the more I was like oh no like there is more to this movie so there is a twist in there that made me very happy and in the beginning of the movie they kind of explain to you what the movie entails so you're kind of just like sitting back and watch it play out. And I, like I said, I, I love that. This film style is film noir. And if you don't know, Britannica says, film noir is a style of filmmaking characterized by such elements as cynical heroes, stark lighting effects, frequent use of flashbacks, intricate plots, and an underlying existential philosophy. So there is a lot of talking in this movie, but I love that. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of monologues. So not that this movie really has them, but it's a lot of conversation that happens. The There is action, but not as much as like an action packed movie would be. Um, if you remember the genres are thriller and crime. So got to keep that in mind that it's not like uh, an action packed movie. I loved every bit of this movie. I did not need any more from it. I had no questions. And yeah, that basically sums it up. I think you should watch it. Um, like you saw, it's like I said, like it's a dark movie. So I guess that's one thing that I did not enjoy just the, the darkness in it. But I do like this style of movie because there's always so much talking. I feel like I'm missing something. So yeah, it's interesting. Let me know if you watched it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and move on to the spoilers now because this part is a wrap. All right, y'all. After this break, it's time for the after party, aka spoilers. Hope to see you there. Hey y'all, it's spoiler time. And it is so funny because the first half of this movie, I was like, I'm essentially making this podcast to tell other people to watch it because I have nothing to say. There is so much that's happening, but not happening. Like I said, it's like super conversational and I don't really know how to comment on that. There wasn't like any zingers or anything like that in here. So I was just kind of hanging out with the movie and like I said, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good time. And as the movie continued, you're like, oh, like there's something happening here that you're unaware of. And so you have our main character who is communicating, talking with this dying teacher. Uh, this teacher has a disease that like nobody knows what it is. And but all they know is that he's dying. And she is trying to convince him to just go ahead and take himself out early. And, you know, I was, I've been trying to figure out like, what, what is the end game here? Like, why does she want him to, you know, do that so badly? And I kept trying to like, go back to the beginning and see if I missed something, see if that was like one of the people that she was trying to take out to get the clients of Mr. Franklin. Uh, but no, that is not why. She sat with this man all night waiting for him to remember that she was the girl he abused when she was younger, like little, little. 
And he finally remembers who she is when he goes off on her right before she kills him. And she didn't just push him in there. She didn't just push him in the hole. She stabbed him in the neck first and then pushed him in the hole. And I'm so here for it. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that was the person that she wanted Mr. Franklin to find for her. Love that. That beautifully wrapped up. I was really hooked on to all of the nonsense she was saying, just trying to get him to remember who she was. But, you know, I enjoyed it nonetheless. And then we have the two assassins who are working together and she's essentially trying to get them to kill each other and was so crazy is she has them sitting up in this apartment hating each other this whole time even though she was the person behind the whole thing so there was no actual target to be killed she had the guy kill his partner and then ran off with him as if they were going to be together and then she killed him all for funsies essentially and so her job was done. But all throughout this movie, you got Austin Powers, who is being a janitor and um, helping out along the way, being super useful. And I liked him a lot. And then we find out at the end that, like, that the janitor is Mr. Franklin. And it's just like, whoa, plot twist. Didn't see that coming, but also felt like he had a bigger role than what it seemed like he did. Like, I just felt like he just couldn't be the janitor. The real plot twist, however, is finding out that she is a twin. I am like, oh my goodness, Annie, you a twin? But I felt it. It's like there was a scene where she was talking to two people seemingly at the same time period. And I was like, how how can she be having these conversations you know because i i feel like there's two of her but that was a thought that came and went and i thought nothing of it but at the end we find out that that is exactly it she is a twin and mr franklin is her dad and what is up with me in these movies where you find out at the end of the movie that the main character is the kid of the villain and have been trying to kill them or get their attention throughout the whole movie. It is wild. This one is the best one out of the ones that I have done and really enjoyed it. They gave him a lobotomy at the end. And I'm just like, yo, you crazy, but I am here for it because this man is horrific. The fact that he was going to, well, the fact that he did just set the apartment on fire and thought nothing of it. It was wild. It was so wrong. And I just want to add that Vincent is a little baby throughout the whole movie and I couldn't stand him. He was my least favorite character. I wish I didn't have to sit through the movie with him because all he did was whine and complain and be an old man. Um, but yeah, that's the movie. Let me know what you thought. Um, yeah, let me know what you thought. <laughs> and I will be talking to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening today. I would love to hear your thoughts about the movie. So look for me on Twitter, Instagram, and threads at Chatty Sisters. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, share it and leave a review. Now, you know what I'm going to say. 
If you don't believe me, then watch it. And if you don't agree, then comment.